Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Not every podcasting idea is a great podcasting idea. At least, not beyond the person who had the idea. How predictable is the success or failure of your next podcasting project? And would you bet on it? Hello and welcome to another podcast, Pontifications, with me, Evo Terra. I'm a firm believer that anyone who has an idea for a podcast should start that podcast. You and I know that with very few exceptions, a motivated person with means can make just about any podcast on their own. And the podcasting directories and apps are filled with passion projects. And I love that about podcasting. Many of those podcasting passion projects have a handful of passionate listeners and will probably only ever have a handful of passionate listeners, and that's okay. But sometimes that passion spreads, and a show itself spreads, either rapidly or over time, to become a viable success. So how do you know which path your next podcasting project is going to take? And if it's going to take serious resources, time, treasure, talent, to get that off the ground, is there any sort of a litmus test you can put your idea through before you make that investment? No, <laughs> there isn't. Not really in my opinion, at least, and, and not, in, not a test in the way that you're thinking of what a test should actually do. But there are, good news, four questions that I think you can ask and examine the answers to to help really triage your idea to see if it might have legs beyond just an idea. And I'll tell you all four of them right after this. This episode is brought to you by Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout helps you launch a successful podcast with powerful tools, in-depth podcasting guides, and remarkable support. Learn why Buzzsprout is trusted by over 100,000 podcasters at buzzsprout.com. Hey, it's Evo. Thanks so much for listening to Podcast Pontifications. Whether you're brand new to the show and to me, or if you've been listening since the very beginning so many years ago. If you like what you're hearing, please share it with another podcaster you know. My mission with Podcast Pontifications is to make podcasting better by inspiring serious podcasters like you. So, if you feel inspired, share the show with another serious podcaster. Send them to podcastpontifications.com. And thanks again. Question number one. Is there a benefit to this podcast? Or is the podcast just a feature? Another way to think about this is, uh, cool idea, bro, but what's in it for the listener? You know, all too often I hear pitches talking about the 
caliber of guests that will be on the program or the wealth of knowledge that the host brings to this subject. And those are all great, but they're just features. Features probably repeated in lots of other podcasts or lots of other mediums. So if you can't turn those features into clear, obvious, and desirable benefits for the listener, it'll be hard to get that to take off. Question number two, who will care about this? Now, your first answer should be, I <laughs> I will care about this, of course, because if you don't care about it, um, who else is going to? And I'm talking about more than just having a passing interest, more than just an infatuation of something. I'll give you a personal example. I have ridden a folding bicycle for more than two decades now. There is a huge community of folding bike enthusiasts that I know I could speak to on a podcast and have a podcast highly targeted towards folding bike enthusiasts. But about what? <laughs> Got to be more than that. What needs do they have that I could fulfill with the podcast? I don't know. Question three, how unique is this idea? Now, my inner grammarian hates the fact that now it's okay for us to put modifiers on the word unique, but we grow and adapt along with our language, don't we? Look, not all podcast ideas need to be unique, but it sure helps. So be sure to check out the competition. Do you really want to join a crowded marketplace? Look, podcasting is crowded enough. Do you want to join where there are already 50 or 500 other shows or 5,000 other shows doing the same thing? And also, besides you, who could make an amazing podcast on this subject? More importantly, if they did, how likely is it that their podcast would outcompete yours? Question four. How promotable is this idea? If you build it, they won't know it exists, so there's no way they're going to come, right? So how will you get the word out? Do you have the necessary platform to get the word out? And if not, can you partner with someone who can use their platform to get the word out? Do you have the budget? to launch a sizable marketing slash promotional campaign for this podcast because that's becoming more required all the time? And the answers to the first three questions I just asked, are those strong enough answers that will justify the money you're about to spend on this promotional campaign? So there you have it. Four questions to ask yourself to help you triage your next idea. Again, this is not a litmus test. Neither success nor failure is guaranteed regardless of what your answers were. Regardless, though, good luck on your next podcasting project. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. Podcast Pontifications is written and narrated by Evo Terra. He's on a mission to make podcasting better. Links to everything mentioned in today's episode are in the notes section of your podcast listening app. A written-to-be-read article based on today's episode is available at podcastpontifications.com, where you'll also find a video version and a corrected transcript, both created by Ali Press. 
podcast Pontifications is a production of Simpler Media. Find out more at simpler.media. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.